0: The Alabama Crops Report Podcast, your trusted information source for Alabama agriculture.
1: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Alabama Crops Report Podcast. I'm Amanda Shear, an extension plant pathologist with Alabama Cooperative Extension.
2: And I'm Dr. Adam Rabinowitz, an agricultural economist with Alabama Cooperative Extension. We are excited to be releasing regularly scheduled podcast episodes with up-to-date information about Alabama crops throughout the year. You will be hearing from extension personnel from all over the state with the latest research and management recommendations. How are you doing today, Amanda?
1: Doing really good. Uh, just trying to take advantage of the rainy, wet weather we, we've had the last couple of days and get caught up on stuff in the office. How about you?
2: That's exactly it. Been writing some papers and working on some indoor meetings.
1: Yep, the tasks never stop. So today we'll actually be joined by two of our regional extension agents, or REAs for short, that cover agronomic crops for Central Alabama. First, we'll be talking with Andrew Sparks, our REA for East Central Alabama. On today's episode, Andrew will be giving us an update on agronomic crops in his region and also talk about his role in extension. How are you doing today, Andrew?
3: I'm doing great. How are y'all?
1: Doing good. We're happy to have you here. This is actually the first time that we've had an REA on the podcast. So would you mind providing our listeners with a little bit of information on your background and how REAs can help producers on the farm?
3: Sure, I'd be glad to. Uh, So as an REA. My goal and my job is to pretty much connect Auburn University and Extension to the field, you know, and in, in, in Alabama, and uh, help farmers and producers, you know, grow the most efficient and uh, and the best crop they can in the state. That's great, Andrew.
2: Can you talk a little bit about the services that you actually provide, both REAs and Extension, and you know why it's important for producers in Alabama?
3: Here, Adam, so some of the services we provide, we can do soil samples for uh, producers to uh, help them make sure that their fertility levels in their soil are what they need to be to grow the crops and, and gain the yields that they want to make that bottom line and make the money they need to uh, to be a good producer and to uh, keep the farm going. And we can also do, uh, we do tissue samples. Uh, we can pull tissue samples to check, uh, say, nitrates in, in corn and uh just be there in case they have a uh, a problem that comes up that they don't have an answer to, and hopefully that we can we can find them an answer and and solve a problem they have in the field.
2: Can you elaborate a little bit on the the soil samples or even the tissue samples? What actually is the process that a producer
3: goes through? oh sure, Adam. Uh, so what might happen a uh, producer if they call and you know they say they they've got a spot in the field that just is not performing the way they want to. the color's off in the crop and uh, they just need to find an answer to what's going on. We can actually go out, take a sample, and uh, we'll bring it back to the university and and send it through the the soil lab, and we can get an analysis of the elements of that uh, of that soil and see if it's lacking in a certain element that they can maybe go out there and uh, apply that that you know N P or K or maybe it's a minor element to maybe boost that boost that part of the field and get it back up to the rest of the field.
1: Yeah, some of those, uh, you know. Testings, especially for the you know the the tissue samples are really helpful for producers. And a lot of times when those samples come to the soil testing lab here at Auburn, they can also connect producers with some of the extension specialists, like Audrey Gamble, and she can provide more insight and she'll work with with you and the other REAs or if a plant sample comes into the diagnostic clinic. If it's with cotton or peanuts, Cassie, Connor might, you know, connect the producers with me and stuff. So there's a lot of support there for producers and REAs are a big part of that in connecting with all those services that are on Auburn. So I'm really glad that you were able to give kind of a good overview of that. So just focusing more on your region, what are the main agronomic crops that producers have?
3: Yeah, sure. So, you know, our, our region is pretty much a snapshot, I like to say, of uh, East Central is a snapshot of the whole state of Alabama. You know, the northern part up around Talladega, Calhoun County, uh, some heavier ground, ma- mainly corn, soybeans, and, you know, cotton. And the southern part of my region down in Macon, Russell, and Lee counties, you know, a lot sandier soil. And we grow corn, cotton, and soybeans and, and have peanuts thrown into the rotation uh, down there. So, you know, we – in in East Central Alabama, there's pretty much every crop grown in Alabama is grown in our region.
1: Yeah, so you have everything in the kitchen sink out there, basically. You know, just in general, just staying on the topic of crops, how are they looking so far this season?
3: You know, the crops are off to a a pretty good start. Uh, We had a stretch of, (laughs) really, we had a stretch of wet weather towards the early part of the spring, and then, you know, the water shut off, and it gave us a chance to catch up planting, but we got kind of dry there uh, towards the, the end of May, and uh, like you alluded to towards the start of this podcast, we have finally uh, got some rain uh, in the past couple of days. It's got us back on track uh, for soil moisture and trying to finish up some some late planted crops. And hopefully, we can uh, hopefully we can get a stretch of dry weather, we've got some wheat that needs to be cut. Um, so hopefully, it'll dry up and and be able to get some wheat out of the field to get those late those late beans planted.
2: That's great. You know, one of the important things that extension does with Auburn University. Uh, involves different trials, um, not just in the research setting, but also on the farm, uh, in particular, trying to find out you know, what's happening with uh, different varieties or, or different techniques that researchers may be interested in that our farmers need to understand. Do you have any on-farm variety trials in your region or other research that you'd like to talk about?
3: Yeah, Adam, um, I do. Uh, we, I have a total of um, three cotton trials in my region, Uh, spanning from uh, the Shelby Talladega County line over to um, Elmore-Macon County and then in Lee County. So we have three cotton trials uh, in this region. We have one peanut trial and we have uh, two corn trials, uh, one in the northern part of the region in Talladega County and then one one in Lee County. So yeah, we we have got a, a very good uh, variety of variety trials. Things gonna be good to see. Hopefully, we can have a rest of a good season to see what these these new varieties. So producer can see what they're doing on the farm. Hopefully, it'll transfer to their their acre ground.
2: That's great. That's going to be really important to figure out which of those varieties are actually going to be uh, you know best for producers in in the coming years.
1: Yeah, I think uh, a lot of the variety trial research is really important because that's probably one of the biggest questions we get asked. You know, what variety is right for my area and region? The only way we can really do that is by having all these variety trials located throughout the state. So we really rely heavily on everyone in Extension, REAs and specialists to get that information out. And we've really enjoyed having you on the podcast, Andrew. But before we let you go, do you have any announcements on upcoming programs for producers in your area?
3: Um, we do. I, we're going to have some on-farm farm tours here this summer. Uh, would love for you know, producers to be able to show up. Hope to have a couple of those where we can go around and actually see some crops in the field and, and have some specialists come out and be in the field. Have producers be able to actually ask specialists questions in the field and see those crops. Uh, as they're growing off uh, later on in the summertime and, and hopefully gain some knowledge from that. You know, other programs that we've got going on, we're going to have some pesticide license classes going on for these producers and hopefully they can get a part of that. We're always looking for new demos that we can we can put on field and hope to have some demo trials as far as some maybe uh, cotton defoliation trials and things like that later on in the year. And Andrew, how would our
2: uh, listeners find out about when these different events are taking place?
3: We have a we actually have a Facebook page. So we have a uh, Central Alabama Agronomic Crops Team uh, Facebook page that uh, they can go on. And we uh, post that very regularly and post flyers and agendas for these different meetings and events that we're having. And that'd be a good place for them to come and see what's going on. Uh, they can also go on the Extension website and find me on there. And all my information, email address and phone number and everything is on the Extension website. I'd love to love to hear from the producers and, you know, other people that's in the state that, that need help.
1: Yeah, and just for our listeners, the the main extension website is aces.edu, and you can easily look on our directory for everyone in agronomic crops um, for the REAs in your region, and we also have a calendar on there of a lot of events as well.
2: This ends our time today with Andrew Sparks, our uh, regional extension agent for the East Central Alabama area. Uh, We really appreciate your time, Andrew, on the Alabama Crops Report podcast.
1: Yes, thank you, Andrew. We really enjoyed having you.
2: Thank you. I appreciate it. So for the second half of this Alabama Crops Report podcast episode, we have John Vanderford, Regional Extension Agent for Agronomic Crops in the West Central Alabama area. On today's episode, John will be giving us an update about agronomic crops in his region and talk about his role in extension. John, how are you doing today?
0: Good, Adam. Hope you're doing well and uh, staying dry out there. Staying indoors to stay dry right now.
1: So, John, you're actually pretty new to Extension. Would you mind talking a bit about your background before we get started?
0: Sure, Amanda. Yes. uh, So, I I am. I've been here for coming up on a year uh, with Extension. Um, So, I came more from the sports turf world. I worked for a company for about eight years. Grew up in Alabama. went to Auburn. Uh, and ended up going to Mississippi State, and found my way back uh, back home to Alabama. So glad to be here with Extension for sure, and uh, helping serve and promote farmers uh, in, in West Central Alabama and really the whole state.
2: Well, we're really glad to hear have you here as part of the uh, ACES team in Extension. So, can you tell us a little bit about the the main agronomic crops in your region that you serve?
0: Yes, sir. Sure. Um, so mainly, uh, you know, got a good bit of corn, uh, especially you know, in the northern part of the region, uh, Pickens uh, County, Tuscaloosa County, uh, really down into Dallas County, um, you know, a lot of cotton. Have some peanuts kind of through uh, through Dallas County, uh, close to the river there. Also have soybeans, do have some wheat, um, some grain sorghum. So kind of a, I guess, a, a broad spectrum, a little bit of everything.
1: Yeah, and considering that, you know, you have such a broad Spectrum of crops in your area. What are some of the most common questions uh, that you get asked from producers, or things that you get called out for?
0: So recently, just it's been more about timing-wise, as as far as you know, maybe fertilizer applications. I had a question recently about planting cotton and kind of the what's the the close <laughs> the too late date for that behind some wheat. So it's it's mainly been more towards you know fertility type questions and a, a few. You know, weed type questions and what would you spray in this situation? Those those type questions probably more than anything.
2: That's great. You you mentioned some of the uh, the the late plantings and and when is that date too late? And you know how how are we looking right now in terms of um, you know some of the current planting activity and, and the dates that we're coming up to.
0: That's a good question, Adam. Like I said, I I talked to a producer kind of more in the central area that that they were trying to get some wheat cut this week. uh, Obviously, we've had rain here. I'm in Autoga County today. We just had the cotton scouting school, and uh, we had a good bit of rain last night, a couple inches. So that wheat cut, you know, kind (laughs) of – that, uh, that got put on pause for a little bit. So most everybody that I've talked to is, is wrapping up and unless they're double cropping behind the wheat uh, with soybeans or something, they still have to get that in the ground. So we're, we're looking pretty good on, on that.
1: Yeah, I know that we had a lot of uh, late planted cotton or cotton that had to be replanted. We had a, quite a bit of rain, as Andrew mentioned, across the state and then it kind of dried out. You know, are you seeing a lot of those issues in cotton there?
0: Not so much, Amanda, with, with the cotton as far as replanting. I've heard, you know, a little bit the corn in some areas that I've seen is a little bit, I would say, kind of behind schedule, especially in the lower fields that maybe stayed wet a little longer. But I haven't you know, really heard of a lot of, of replanting in terms of cotton so far this year in the region.
1: Well, Steve Brown, our cotton agronomist, will be happy to hear that. You know, shifting from cotton, how does corn just look in general in, in your area? Are you seeing a lot of disease or insect issues on corn? I think it's been pretty quiet the last couple of years.
0: Yeah, man, I would say that's continuing this year. Uh, thankfully, it's pretty quiet. Like I mentioned, you know, just in some of those lower wet areas, I uh, have seen, I, you know, I think it's a little bit behind, but also talked to some producers today at the scouting school that, that their, their corn was tasseling. And uh, so I think we're kind of in that window. If we can catch some timely rains, you know, a lot of, a lot of producers put some uh, their last, last, last round of in on last week. So um, hopefully we'll uh, catch these rains and it'll help, help everything out. That's great. Yeah. You know, being
2: quiet and from a production standpoint is, is certainly a good thing, but you know, your work is never quiet for sure. There's always lots of things that are going on. But, uh, you know, some of that, like we just talked with Andrew about is the, the on-farm variety trials and other research. So what do you have going on in the West central Alabama area?
0: We have a one corn trial right now in, um, in Chilton County checked on that earlier, um, or well, late last week, uh, it looked pretty good. I've got a, a cotton trial with Andrew up in Shelby County. And then I'm doing one also with uh, Tyler Sandlin and Andy Page from Tennessee Valley area. We're doing one in kind of South Fayette, North Pickens and Tuscaloosa County. So i uh, got two, two cotton ones. And then there's also a peanut trial uh, in Dallas County that we've got. So that's kind of what we've got going with on-farm variety trials. And those are variety trials as well? Yes, sir. That's correct.
1: So John, we've really enjoyed having you on the podcast. But just like with Andrew, we'll kind of put you on the spot before we let you go. Do you have any announcements for upcoming programs for producers in your area? I know you both mentioned you were at the the scouting school this morning, but what else do you have on the horizon?
0: Yeah. So we had a good turnout, by the way. I think you some really good information was uh, was given out to the producers, and I hope they enjoyed it. But as far as upcoming classes, uh, I will mention we do have a pesticide training coming up in Pickens County on June 23rd. That one's the only one scheduled right now. I'm working to schedule one in Dallas County as well. My information, like Andrew said, is on the the website. If anybody you know needs to come to that or needs to get some points, uh, be glad to to have them have them at those those training.
2: That's great. I mean, these, are, these trainings are excellent opportunities for producers to, to get that up-to-date research information and, and also just the, the networking with other producers and uh, try to get those answers that they need for their production activities. Well, that ends our time today with John Vanderford, Regional Extension Agent for Agronomic Crops in the West Central Alabama area. John, we really appreciate your time on the Alabama Crops Report podcast.
1: Yes, John. Thank you. We really enjoyed having you and Andrew. As always, if we can ever be of any help to anyone, then please don't hesitate to reach out.
0: Adam and Amanda, thank you for having me. It's been a pleasure and I look forward to serving farmers in, in Alabama. The Alabama Crops Report podcast is a production of the Alabama Cooperative Extension System and is sponsored by Alabama Ag Credit.